here we go. This is episode 108. Episode 108, No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you to uh, Circle of Heat for letting us play their music there at the beginning. If you haven't yet, like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter, at No Laugh Track. I have two guests this week, one back for a third time and a first-timer, Arch Barker and Louie Katz. Fellas, thank you for being here. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. No, Arch, of course, this is three third time on the show yeah you you remember every both of them vividly. oh yeah of course yeah remember last time i think i had my harmonica i didn't bring it this time <laughs> that's right you have a very good memory <laughs> oh no i remember <laughs> i was at the show last night oh cool i left happy i think with like most people oh good yeah i thought it went really well on a tuesday night yeah it was a lot of fun i was on vacation just before this for three weeks so i was coming back kind of refreshed but also kind of thinking jesus what are my jokes? You know, but then it all came back, and it's it's great to take a break sometimes. How long was the break? Just three weeks. Yeah. I noticed uh, you were very uh, unactive on Twitter. You really, you were literally on vacation from everything. Uh, I don't do much Twittering at full stop these days. Occasionally, I'll retweet something for somebody to tweet about shows. Occasionally, but I'm not really. I've sort of stopped trying to. In thinking in terms of keeping my life or aspects of my life on social media, I just kind of, I know it maybe is not helpful for my career, but I don't care. I, <laughs> I'm done. You made a conscious decision. No, not, it just, I just didn't keep up. I fell off. I'm just as happy not doing it. I eat a meal now and nobody knows. <laughs> That's good. I climb a beautiful mountain nobody knows but me and whoever I'm with, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Louie, how about you? Uh, I'm pretty bad at it, not consciously. You know what helps is um, being really lonely, I find, helps with Twitter a lot. Like um, if you just have no one to share your moments with and then you share them with the world instead. But I've just been with friends lately, so I have nothing. To, I have people to tell my observations to. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm saying too. It's like... And I'm not accusing anyone that Twitter's or Facebook's as not having a life. But it's just for me personally. Yeah, I don't I don't need that. I don't know. I, I went through a phase and I was excited about both those in the early days and it's just never ending, you know, you Twitter and then you know, you tweet and then people tweet back, then you get in, you know, you get in these threads and Facebook and then you read other people's and I don't know, I guess I just no can do. No can do. That's fine. That's fine. You don't want to apologize to Twitter or anything. Nah. That sounds good. I'm All still right. I'm still on there though and active, and uh, I will be tweeting more. So you can follow me, and I'll I'll come up with jokes and new oh, things. He says hilarious things on there. Was that what was the one, that thing you said? Uh, the other so day, many. you had a real good one. The other day, I can't remember. <laughs> I no, come on, I have no idea. I don't remember. I I, I don't keep up track. Is that something about like why why are du- you know why are ducks like why are ducks like basically how how are how are, how are, how are ducks birds or something like something like that how are it? ducks birds he started talking about the difference between like how different ducks are from other birds i mean i don't know i don't know how he did it in so few <laughs> syllables yeah was that um, your duck material yeah you know that I'm he's work, quoting i like to do a lot of stuff with ducks and syllables and um you know that's that's basically the base of most of my humors <laughs> 
Counting syllables and different kinds of uh, winged I'm, uh, aquatic animals. I'm really into syllables. I'm starting a new, uh, like it's a competitive Twitter. Uh, oh. And instead of a, a certain amount of characters, you only get a certain amount of syllables. So you can you can type as long as you want, as long as it's like words with just one long sound. So you could say like, you should have seen the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Splat. And you go as long as you want, right? Because it's all one syllable. You should have seen it zoom. But if you go over too many syllables, you're cut. Do you guys. The dumbest thing ever said. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. You're stupid. Plus, I mean, you know, what am I supposed to do? I don't want to give all my classic gold away. People listening to this might come to the show. You don't want to give them a mouthful, just a taste. Just a taste. I think it's a neat idea. <laughs> How Limit. many syllables will that be? Do you have that hammered out? Limit the amount of syllables instead of the amount of characters. I think it would be a new challenge. Do you have a, like 10 syllables, 20, 140? I, don't know, I haven't decided yet. You haven't decided. We, we're having, I'm having a meeting later. <laughs> Do you guys... Meeting. <laughs> That's just two. So you. Have, so if you, yeah, you, get, you yeah, you can make as long I mean, as you want, so as long as ease, but it doesn't even matter. Nope. Wow. Same syllable. What a great idea. It, it doesn't. Uh, it's not an extra syllable when you have to take a breath to continue on. You know, like no. happy. No. No. Technically, do you guys know the comedian uh, Patrick Keene? <clears throat> Yes. Yes. Very funny guy. He's he's worked here before, and uh, this when we were talking Twitter here it made me think of this. I he tweeted recently, and I want to get your thoughts on this. He said, uh, "Blanket introduction for any comedian in this day of age can be quote Please welcome this next performer who's on a show that nobody watches." Mm. Well, I'm not even on a show that nobody watches, so I am <laughs> on nothing that nobody watches. So that could not work for me. Well, that's a double negative. <clears throat> that's true. Damn, you're like on top of grammar day. You got syllable, syllable grammar, counting. Please, homie. <laughs> Double negative. Uh, I don't know. It just it's not. It's, I guess it's it's sort of true or not true. I mean, you know, because it's true there are lots of shows and channels, so I guess it spreads out the viewership. I I, I don't know. I mean, what, is he on a show? No. It comes off a little bit. Um, like sounds like he's a little disillusioned or something. Hmm. Like, what's the point of trying to get on a show or anything? I mean, each show can have its its own audience. For instance, you know, I was on this show, Flight of the Concords, and it's had a small part. That wasn't even a major a major commercial hit. It just has a following, and. You know, there's so many damn people in the world watching stuff. If you can get one, if you can get even like one percent of the people in the world watching your show, that's like ten thousand people. Now he's moved can, on to math. <laughs> Louis, are you hearing this? That about, the math word. That's like no, that's like seriously, that's like ten thousand people. That, that that's like that's if you can get all those guys to come to the show at once, then you can play in ten thousand seat stadium. Damn right. See what I'm saying? So, what I'm—I guess what I'm saying is, if you're on a show, fucking try to 
What you're trying to say try is try to get, make it a good show. Get it. Get on a HBO hit series. No, I'm saying if you're on a, if you're on a good show, people will watch it, and that's going to be good for you. I like it. <laughs> How was Australia? When were, you there? when were you there most recently? I'm going to tweet that. Would you please tweet that? Twelve syllables. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> When'd you last work, Arch? When did I last work? Yeah, were you in Australia? I know you always spend a lot of time there. No, I, yeah, I did actually did a couple of weeks in, uh, in the states this summer before my holidays uh, vacation. Uh, I did a week at Comedy Works. I also did Cobbs in San Francisco, and uh, I've only been up about six weeks. So, a few weeks. Some of my favorite clubs: Acme, absolutely on my t- top list of clubs. Cobbs, same thing. Comedy Works, Bang. And then I'm going back to Australia, and I'll be touring a lot there throughout the rest of the year, and next year a ton. You already have a plan and for I'm next tour- year. And I'm touring BC, Canada in January, doing this snowboarding tour called Snowden Comedy Tour. St- again? How many years is that? Four times in a row. Damn! I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> every uh, year you survive, no broken bones. Yeah, well, so far, and every year I say, if I'm still able to do this tour, I should do it because yeah. one day I won't be able to because it's like. You know, thirty days of snowboarding, and it's it's uh, uh, it's intense. But I like here I am, healthy enough to do it. I'd be crazy not to. Hell yeah! And it's a great honor to be invited on that. So, and then I'll go straight and do Adelaide Fringe Festival next year, and then Melbourne Comedy Festival. So my next year is just going to be mental. Now I remember we talked like when you do shows over the uh, down there, uh, they they have a name. You know, like you name the show. You sure. The show. Sure. So do you have a? I don't have a. I don't have a title yet for this year's show, but last oh. year's show was called Go Time. Okay. And I'm still doing Go Time uh, in several markets where I haven't done it. Oh, okay. Throughout this year, so I'm. It's because it's really together. It's really a, a good show. I have a uh, like anybody who's a guest on the show. I end up setting a Google alert so I can keep you know keep up with whatever's happening. Uh, and I saw that you did you do a go kart race. Yeah. In Australia? Yeah. What was it, that like? Well, it wasn't the go-kart race. It was a billy cart. We call them soapbox racers, I think, here in the States. Oh, okay. You know, it's an unmotorized cart. Just downhill. Just right? a downhill, like with the little rascals used to have one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But then with those guys, they always end up going too fast. And, like, a, you know, a, a wheel might come off or something. Um, <laughs> but... I didn't, ha- yeah. So I got to be in the celebrity race in this town called Bangalore. Yeah, and I won. Really? Yeah. And there's no. It, it, I saw the guy that had the best cart, and I went up and asked him if I could borrow it. I didn't have my own cart. What makes but, a good cart? You know, it, it's aerodynamic. It's uh, it's it steers well. It's got good brakes. And like in the, like little rascals, like you know, there's first of all. Didn't they have Petey underneath help? Well, they got well, well, Did they, one of them have Petey as a stowaway. You know, there was no regulations back then, as far as like you know weight, and I think the amount of people that they had probably would have been considered safe. And I don't think people would do that now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was fun. It was a nice day, and it's all it's all for charity. Helmet? Was there a helmet involved? I think he did have to wear a helmet, which was kind of a bummer. 
I'm going to my first NASCAR race this coming weekend. Oh, really? I'm going on a road trip to Indiana to go to a NASCAR race. Because? Why? Uh, because someone offered my buddy and I free tickets, and I always said, I'm not a fan, but I said, well, I guess I'd go if somebody offered me free tickets. So How long someone drive? A- ten hours from here. So someone actually offered me tickets, so I couldn't say it. Imagine that, driving ten hours to watch somebody drive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny way to look at it. I think, yeah, I think that, I mean, I would like to see it too if I had free tickets. I would go. I would not drive ten hours to go. I, I think to drive ten hours, you have to really want... To do, I mean, if you're a fan, then you should totally should. That's awesome. But, I mean, if you're not really a fan, that seems kind of crazy. What if I said I was a fan, a fan of road trips? But that'd be a lie. But um, yeah, 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 man. Sometimes it's good just to get in the car and just oh, do stuff. Oh, it's wonderful. You know? That's what I did the last three weeks. Went on a road trip. It's beautiful. And uh, Louis, <clears throat> Louis went to the World Cup in Brazil. Really? I did kind of the same thing as you. Um, whereas I'm, I was not. He flew 10 hours. I was offered <laughs> tickets, and I, and I went. Yeah, so I was just there, yeah. Holy yeah, crap. So it's kind of similar thing, so I can relate to that. But it was also like I was going to the World Cup in Rio and not Doesn't to hurt. a NASCAR race in Indiana. Indy. But I'm saying, you know, like different strokes, different folks. <laughs> it also, also, I, would, I even prefer what you did, yeah. to be honest. Well, it doesn't hurt that he's, the guy only speaks fluent Portuguese. That is true. <laughs> and he, not, he can rap in Portuguese. I can rap in Portuguese. How was Brazil? It was awesome, man. It was uh, it was very fun. I had I, I did, he's not joking. I did live there for a year, so I, would, I used to go there a lot. Oh, really? I, yeah, and hadn't been there in like seven, maybe eight years. So it was cool to go back. But man, it's like a big sporting event, so it's kind of like a bro fest, you know, like a lot of dudes. And I'm trying to meet some girls. I'm tendering at some you know some some Brazilian girls, and not 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 a lot of response rate. Because there's too many guys to compete with, you I know. When the, and then you know, when they show those games, they always the cameraman always focuses in on the one hot on the super hot fan. Yeah. yeah, like that's like the one. That's like one person. Oh, there's not loads of hot girls there. No, you know, because what we theorized was that it's so expensive to go. What games did you see? I saw Colombia and Uruguay, and I saw <clears throat> Germany France. So I saw the winning team play. So that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, you know, it's just it's so expensive to go. Got, it's only hot girls that are there with a date. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like There's no single girls. There. Who is gonna pay? You got It's already expensive for one person to go. If you're gonna bring a girl, you gotta. That's so. That's double the money. So that's kind of like a, it's a dude thing. It's like I'm gonna go with my friend who's a big fan of soccer. I don't have to pay for him because I'm not fucking him. So we can say that, right? We're not on the radio. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And uh, and so why not? So why not just go with a friend who can take care of themselves and I don't have to pay for it? And that's the theory. Although I wanted to just like to say that two guys are having sex. You know, and they want to, and they're both soccer fans, and that's fine too. And I think, you know, that it's really just depends, you know, on what, on their preferences. I think. I think if you're if you're having sex with a dude, you can bring the guy. But I was my eye was on. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. I you're mean, not having sex with men. I mean, you know, did anything work out? Did I'm it, saying there's a fine line in Rio, and you know, maybe yeah. it was, maybe it wasn't. Things you happen. <laughs> was there? No, did you have any to, success? I didn't want there to be any. I don't want to cast any confusion on that. You just want to make cast a homophobic spell on me and and separate yourself from any kind of homophobia that no one's probably thinking about. Well, no, 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 not at all. That, my whole point was people should do what they want and you should do what you want. And if you, you know, are on, on vacation in another country and the soccer games are expensive, and so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I think I, basically what I'm saying is like I'm super cool with whatever you did down there. <laughs> anything. He means anything. <laughs> Thanks, Arch. Thanks for being so open-minded. Now go ahead and confess to what really happened. 
How much were so did you pay the you buy you bought the tickets is like the I bought the, the actual I got matches? the tickets at yeah I got the tickets at face value which was still crazy expensive I didn't know it till I got there my friend was like oh they're just this much and I'm sitting there looking at the ticket in the stand it was like twice no three times as much as how much he said it would be wow it was like I was already how there. much was it Let's throw some numbers out there I'm it was curious. uh it was two twenty to go to the games for each one yeah yeah wow. which was a lot. I mean, that's a lot of money. I don't know. I won't go anything over $3. I say forget it. <laughs> $3? How much is the show here tonight? See you, uh, See you, too. <laughs> uh, great show here. 15 here at Acme. I think that's a fair price. <laughs> no, 220 bucks, And uh, Jesus, that's more than it costs to see Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, were, you, were you there just to see the soccer? Were you pulling for the U.S.? Or... I mean, I'm just—I'm not a sports guy, man. I was there for—I was there for like a once a thing where like I'm never going to go to a World Cup again. My friend has tickets; he has a free place for me to stay. I speak the language. This is the, if I'm ever going to do it. This is the only time in my life I'm going to do it. So I did it. That's and, what I was there for. Okay. And why were you living there? <clears throat> I did my uh, senior my my junior year abroad. I studied abroad there when I was in college. Oh wow! So I just lived there for a while. And it was fun. I mean, it was just nice being back. I mean, Rio is just. It's one of those beautiful cities in the world, and we got really nice weather. It's winter down there, but we actually got some really nice weather. So it was just a fun, fun trip. It was great. Well, I'm sure their winters are pretty mild in the daytime. Nice, probably 60 degrees. They're mild, degrees. but it's not really beach weather usually. And the week I was there, we got beach weather. You know what I mean? Like it was like in the 80s, so that was nice. You know what Did I'm you go down to the beach? Yeah, I was on the beach like every day, man. Now on great. TV, every girl wears a string bikini. In you know, it's not really a string bikini. It's more like a half bikini. So there's like a lot of ass out there, but it's not really a, a string per se. Okay. More like a th- little more than a thong. But yeah, man, there's a lot, lot of ass. Lot of ass. A lot of ass. So yeah. much ass. But too many dudes, man. Too many dudes there this trip. You know, I'm going to go back when there's less dudes. How was the nightlife? Nightlife is fun, but Rio is known for, they always say, if you could take the nights of Sao Paulo and the days of Rio. So it's not really, I mean, it was fun going out at night, but it's still like not a... Uh, well, everywhere I went, there'd just be like a ton of foreign dudes, and I'm trying to be the one foreign guy. I'm trying to be the because you know you can get a lot of mileage out of you know you can't see this on a podcast, but I have like pretty stunning green eyes, and um, yeah, I can vouch for that. Yeah, yes. and then and that stands out a lot in Brazil, you know, because there's not a lot of dudes with light eyes there. Yeah. So, but it's except during the World Cup when it's chock full of people with light eyes, and there's too much competition, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't like that. That aspect of it. Now, I like I was at the show last night, and I know from you talking on stage, you're not a big fan of sunblock. But did that all Don't work like out sunblock. there? I used sunblock there. Man, I was just in I was in Rio, I was in L.A., and then I was in San Francisco. I used sunblock in Rio, I used sunblock in L.A., and then I got a sunburn in San Francisco like an idiot. Like the <laughs> one place I went that was kind of chilly. Yeah. I, I did, didn't put it on and got all burnt up. I hate I do hate sunblock. I'm not a fan. <clears throat> so I was taking notes last night during both your guys' sets. And when you had, did your thing about uh, talking about some sunblock and all that, mm-hmm. it reminded me of something that just happened to me the other day. What happened? Uh, I was going to take my girls to a public pool over the weekend, and I ran out to the store to buy some sunblock for them. And I couldn't find it in the store I was in. I was just wandering, wandering, couldn't find it anywhere. And I was looking for an employee. Like, I'm going to ask somebody. And the first yeah. employee I see was a black guy. So I skipped him. And I. <laughs> what, he doesn't know where the sunblock is? I don't know. I just didn't want to. I don't... That's really racist. Is it, is that it is weird. That's weird. That's not, it's not really racist. It's weirdly racist. Like, I don't even know what that is. Because you were trying not to be racist. You said he would not have a knowledge of that. I mean, it's like he, you're telling me he only knows where, like, where, like, the hair straightener is? Is no, that what I you're knew, saying? Or, like, 
and the hairnets. I think he knows where all the products in the store. Are. I don't know why he would. Funny words that. in my mouth. I, I don't know why he wouldn't know where the sunblock yeah. is. Never even. I, I, I figured he'd look at me and go, "Never heard of it. Never heard of it." No. Um. Black people do I, use sunscreen also. Yeah, I. Uh, so I just to confirm that. I, I know that's a that's a mysterious. Uh, thing for white people but I, I in my experience i think i for some reason the, the weird idea of that he's gonna he was his response was gonna be like oh son a white boy I had a needs similar some experience where i was grocery shopping and i couldn't find the barbecue sauce and the only guy there was this irish guy and i was like oh, can't, can't ask him <laughs> can't ask him can't ask him yeah, man. I didn't true. want to offend him. That would be really just perplex him. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can tell you where the potatoes are. Do you want some potatoes? Orge. Orge. That's what they call me in Ireland. Orge. Are you going on to crack? Are you having a crack? What does that mean? Uh, a great time. Oh, that's what that means? Having a blast, yeah. Weird. Uh, you know, I, I, at first I didn't know. I was like, you know, I'm going to have a couple of beers to see what happens. You know, <laughs> this guy's party hard down here. But it just means like a great time. Orge, are you going on to crack? Are you on to crack? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I'm a little jet lagged. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed last night that when you asked for uh, someone in the crowd. Uh, Louis to sound like you said everyone sounds like moms I find this accent I don't know I, I feel like it's like a mom like, like you know like a, it's kind of like that uh, I agree don't Sarah Palin right kind of thing it's just to me it sounds like a mom voice the accent out here and oh yeah I completely agree yeah and oh it's yeah not, seven casserole seven layer bar yeah 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 all that stuff and yeah it's just it's just not a it's not a I'm not saying it's a canoe it's not. A, it's hard to sound tough, and I think it's hard to sound sexy. I think that's, those are the two things mm-hmm. that is kind. Of, I'm not saying there aren't tough and sexy people out here. Oh I'm saying God. to my ears, it sounds a little like it, those two things would be impossible. Oh, I, I completely, I completely agree. I tease my girlfriend; she has it really bad. The yeah. Minnesota accent, and my mom as well. Yeah. And it's when you know when they get it when it's a holiday and all these you know white Minnesotan Scandinavians get together. It's oh yeah, oh ha ha ha. It's like it sounds like a bunch of chickens cackling, <laughs> and just, I clucking. There's so many blondes on my flight. Were there a lot of blondes on your flight, man? It was like crazy amounts of blondes on my flight. No. I, I, don't, I didn't pay much attention. I was up since 5 a.m. All right. I didn't, I, didn't do a head, I didn't do a hair color census. Oh, you know, speaking of which, we're driving the other day, and I saw the sign that said survey crew. Mm-hmm. Big letters, you know, survey crew. So, I, you know, it was, it was a little dangerous, but I pulled over. I saw the guys, and I pulled over and just said, uh, how's your – has this has this being in this crew met your expectations? Um, if there's any way you could make this crew – improve this crew, uh, um, what would it be on a scale of 1 to 10? How would you describe – this crew highly um, satisfied or highly dissatisfied yeah and there's various questions you know to try to I'm still waiting for the results <laughs> yeah but it was you know I try to obey the signs oh and then I saw this one yeah what else uh, right there 
right on the side of a thousand dollar fine for littering. And I just thought, great, because all I had was I was I wanted to throw nine hundred and ninety seven dollars out the window, but no, that's a problem. Thousand dollars, fine. But nine hundred ninety eight, <laughs> got a big problem there, bud. <laughs> so stupid. Oh man. <laughs> uh, well, you two, uh, I don't know where to. Yeah. You two didn't meet today. How far does this go back, this loving relationship? We, well, this is actually it's a great question because Louie and I <laughs> Thank you. knew each other from uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Initially, we hated each other, and <laughs> it actually culminated in a fight where um, I kicked his ass. I got him a head, head, a headlock, and we hated each other. And then this guy, uh, Max, made a film about it. And like now we're totally cool. That's actually I think that's Brent Weinbach you're thinking of, and not you. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we've never fought, have we? <laughs> no, we no we just we met through comedy the way many comedians meet, and there you go. Became friends, and I really honestly think when did we first was our first week together? When did we realize that we just have such a great time? Well, we did. Um, it was before the it was before the the mega tour, right? Before the mega tour, before the super tour. We did uh, we did those Northern California those those theater dates. Remember? Oh, that? with John Fox and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cray balls. Yeah, we had, we had good times then, but it wasn't on a level. No, no. Then I said I found out about the super tour. I, I'm involved with these guys that book these crazy tours. Mm-hmm. And actually, crazy tour is the name of the one next year. I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> but I got I got him on board, and we just it's just been fucking like. Three years of this, one after the other, Mega Tour, Super Tour. Now we're in the Ultra Tour. Uh, Mega Tour was uh, was it Kentucky and then Tennessee. Yes, and just and Denver, Denver. Uh, just Denver mental years. shit happened on that one. Crazy, always. I mean, just suffice to say that the last scene of that tour is this guy with on the floor with a table on top of him covered in iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's is that true. not true? That is true. Really? <laughs> yes, that is true. Is that not true? Yes, that is true. And and these are the regular type of things that happen, you know. <laughs> like you say, well, was that uh, why would that happen? Well, because that's not even the most interesting thing that happened that day. <laughs> that's that's the level of shit that's going on in these tours. And so then we had the uh, super tour. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, all over Florida. That was a Florida tour. We hit up three different. And then in New York City, there was a few. There, there was a New gig- York City offshoot after that. There that was, was gigs up there. It was almost like I would almost call it a decompression. Yeah. In New York, and uh, that shows you the level when you're like when you go to New York to chill out. That's how hard we were going to Florida. God damn. Yeah. And so now um, it's the it's the mega tour, 2014. Ultra tour. It's ultra so ultra tour. tour. Sorry. Come on, man. And we're having shirts made and everything. Not yet. So. When you were here last year, you were with Tony Kameen. Yeah. Those days got, are over. Yeah. And you, you even, I'm surprised you mentioned it last on stage. It was uh, the gay marriage passed when you were here last time. It is correct. And I was, yeah. you two, confirm or not, you did not get married to Tony when you were in here town last time? No. No, we didn't get married. Okay. Well, he's already married. Oh, that's right. So we would have had to go to Utah <laughs> to, to make that one work. But... <laughs> Polygamous gay marriage? Is that legal in Utah? Uh, he's well. He's on a boat. Uh, he's, he's doing a boat gig this week, which is why Louis, I'm working with Louie. Nice. Wait, 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 what? 
That's the only reason why? No, I mean... <laughs> no, I mean, that's not why, but I'm saying... Half and I work here with Tony. Uh-huh. I mean, and? Look. What are you trying to say exactly? What I'm trying to say is... I shouldn't have brought this up. I'm, there's going to be hurt no, feelings. No, no. We need to hash this out if this is going to be a real... We're going to have a... I want, you to co- I want you and Tony to co-middle next time. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I want us all to be living off the fat of the land. <laughs> <laughs> Co-middle. Um. Anyway, Tony's not here, and we wish Tony well. <laughs> we wish him all the best. We do. I haven't seen him in a while. Hope he's hope. No, he's we're having a I'm having a better time with Louis than I do with Tony. So <laughs> well, I was telling him that over. I wouldn't want this to get out, but <laughs> I was telling that. Didn't I tell you over breakfast? I said I think I like you better than Tony, and I love Tony and stuff. But you told me Louis's funnier too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're both great and I think that's why there's only one answer co-middle co-middle <laughs> you got it oh that's funny what's your history at Acme Louis uh, I you know I, sometimes I like to work my way backwards at clubs so I came in as a headliner yeah uh, these guys were saying you've headlined here before and now okay. I'm, I'm this time I'm I'm featuring and hopefully, you know, I'll come back three years later as, a, as an MC. And then after that. I think a beautiful segment into that. Will, I think uh, that dream could be realized, and I think co middling would be a great step towards. Co middling would be a move towards that. It would be. That's, maybe that's a good middle ground yeah. to co middle. All right, so I'll come back just, and co middle. You don't want to just go straight from feature act to MC. No, you're right. Actually, yeah. Baby steps. It's safe. It's safe. I'll co middle. I'll come co-middle. Then I'll MC. And then after that, maybe I'll just, you know, clean up around here next time I'm through or something like that. I think that seems to be the path I'm taking. <laughs> Well, I don't think there's any, I don't think you say anything against people that the you know the hardworking, wonderful people that do everything. I say you got to. I say something about women. <laughs> now I'm a homophobe. I say something about that. Now I'm I'm hating on people that clean up after. No, no. I just think it's important to point out that everyone's job is important at this comedy club, and and uh, I don't think I think he's joking. I don't think he's going backwards. Louis just put out a comedy special, brand new CD, uh, something. Uh, Deck the Balls? Well, it's not what it's called, <laughs> If These Balls Could Talk. Yeah, that is the name of my album, yes. If These Balls Could Talk, and, um... Obviously... <laughs> what? Obviously, that's a play on If These Balls Could Walk. <laughs> <laughs> the famous... You did. <laughs> Don't try to pull anything over on ours. He's all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the famous autobiography of uh, autobiography Colonel Saunders. <laughs> Colonel Saunders. <laughs> Why do you just repeat everything I say? It's because it's like you're saying you're like having a stroke. Like every word is like a couple of vowels off. You're <laughs> you can't even. <laughs> this is like listening to my grandparents my, talk pop culture. My pop podcast, culture. I'm loose, dog. <laughs> yeah, you are pretty loose. <laughs> gotta get loose that's the podcast vibe damn right i'm feeling it mm-hmm. i feel real loose right now straight <laughs> dano nice that was that was that was a pretty solid fist bump you guys just did <laughs> Louie, uh, you live in new york i am based in new it's york, new york. <laughs> it was an R's. Does, it was it ours does Louie live in new york it was Louie. do you live in new york no i know but i love trumpeting <laughs> 
your achievements. <laughs> <laughs> Lives in New York, killer apartment. Kind enough to put me up there. That's true. Do you have a killer apartment? I'm always curious about living conditions in New York. I found a, I found a pretty I good apartment, actually. Yeah, it's a good spot, and I've been there for a few years now. It's just super hip part of Brooklyn. Yeah, it's real cool. It's like I'm actually the only uh, residential building on my block. It's all music venues around me. Got some easy, cool, cool murals. And he's easy so. to spot because cool. he's the only person in, within a four-mile area radius that doesn't have a beard. So it's <laughs> real easy to spot him. <laughs> it's pretty hipsterish, but... uh. I like it, and uh, it's actually I, not a affor- not affordable by uh, Minneapolis standards, but it's I got it in at a decent rent, and I'm I'm sticking. With you're, it. Lo- you're locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm rent stabilized. Oh, so it's not rent control. It's not control stabilized. I think that's sort of how I think that's sort of how I feel about describe my life. It's, I wouldn't say it's in control, but it's stable. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's a good and good. And you uh, and you stay on a beach in San Francisco. That's correct, right? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I knew it wasn't. No, I. Uh, it's under a bridge, right? Under a bridge. I live in. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the trolls live. <laughs> Grumpy old troll. I live in the in the Bay Area when I'm home. I stay at my aunt's house. Really, Aunt Carol. Aunt Carol, getting a shout out. She's the best. And that's where my cat Ringo lives also. And her cat, too. We kind of shared it. And then I also live in Australia some of the time. Yeah, I think you told me you have a place there. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I do. And, yeah, it's been good. Everything's good. I'm, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I still just travel for work. I think with, with this job, you just have, wherever you live, sure, that's where you live. But when you go to work, when you go do shows, you have to go to where the show is to do that. And I don't think you can do the show without going there. Did you name your cat Ringo? No, my aunt did. He's actually named after the drummer Ringo Starr. Mm-hmm. But I just call him Rings or Ringo. I cha- you know, you change names like nicknames. Mm-hmm. I got this one friend who has a dog called uh, Narcisse after Dr. Narcisse from Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> wow. But now I started calling him Narcizzle. Narcizzle. And stuff, so it's kind of like you know, almost, almost like, um, <laughs> almost hip hopified his name. Yes. Or Nasiz, and then we'll probably just start calling him Sizzle. What else do you think you might start calling him? This is really. I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Yeah. What, how far can you take that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just you know, I'm sorry. I'm just being myself. And chat. <laughs> I guess that's not okay. I guess with Louis, everything has to be a, a you know. <laughs> and I made an exciting story about a long line of dudes in in, in uh, Brazil or whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, I get it. You you love Brazil because there's lots of dudes there. I, I get it. <laughs> I get I have ears. <laughs> no, we we have a good time. I mean, Ultra Tour basically, honestly, yeah. All jokes aside, with the stuff that's already happened on Ultra Tour this year, yeah. I don't see where it can go from here. <laughs> I think that, I think it's what would next to the moon, <laughs> lunar tour. Yeah, out of this world tour. We love coming to Minneapolis. I think it's it's one of my definitely one of my favorite clubs, and uh, it's just I never thought I'd be with Louie. and it's a, it's a great experience. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. I'm really happy. 
any further questions from it. I feel like I'm at a press conference here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I thought that's what this is, right? <laughs> yes. this, this is on my press schedule. It's, oh. a, it's definitely a conference of sorts. Damn it. You win. <laughs> he is the master of words, isn't he? He is. Fucking syllables, a. words. Have hey, you guys ever played Bananagrams? No, nope. What is that? I want to smoke you at it. I got what a is suitcase. It? Great. A lot of people listening have heard of it. It's this game that kind of became really popular. It's just, it's like Scrabble, but there's no board. And yet you make your own word. You, you get. X, you got, I think you get 21 tiles each to start with and you all flip them over at the same time all your tiles and you just have to make a crossword but you're not trying to make complicated words you're just trying to connect, connect them all with words so it can be you can be cat um, um, tiger uh, gr- uh, grass off the G and it could be sh- simple words long words you just have to use all your tiles and make one big crossword and then, you, and then you say peel and you take another tile and you have to use up all the things and it's just I don't know how to explain it it's so fun I'm awesome at it. I bet I could. How do you how do you score it? Whoever loses, whoever all the uses all the tiles and, and makes all words that are real words first, and the other guy. And the thing is, as you're completing your puzzle, you you say peel, and everyone has to take one. So then the guy that's stuck trying to use his Q or his, or his J or his K, tough letters, uh, he's, he has to keep taking letters. Can so you move them around? Can you change? Yeah, them? you can change your thing. You, can, you the key is to tear down words. A lot of people won't let go of a word once it's formed. You know, they say, oh, I've got that word. I'm not going to touch that. But the key to winning is saying, uh, just just rip that word apart and make two more words instead. And uh, I don't mind even telling you that because I'm, I'm really good at it. And it's <laughs> not going to help you. You give me a couple times warming up. Oh, I got it in my suitcase, homie. No, we'll, Let's go we'll, play after yeah, this. Yeah, we'll play. Okay. Well, can we bet on it? Yeah, I'll put money on it. All right, I love man. it. And I also ordered Simon. Uh, remember the game Simon? Yeah, oh yeah. I went to a friend's barbecue the other day and they had Simon. I, I was like, it took me a minute, like, you know, I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> and then we're playing it. It's like the funnest thing ever, just trying to remember the patterns it makes. And uh, I got 16, which broke the house record. Really? My third try, yeah, their, their record was 15. And. Uh, <laughs> This is the kind of stuff that goes on in ultra tours, like things yeah. like this, board I games, love it, man. games, <laughs> games. Was Bananagram in Brazil at all? You didn't see that. He's there. never heard of it. I've never heard of Bananagram yeah. till right now. Hmm. Honestly, people listening, at least, uh, at least fifty uh, percent of them have heard of it. Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sounds a pretty accurate number, not made up at all. <laughs> Did you guys uh, want to tell you about a story or get your thoughts? Yes, please. I just was re- yes, okay. I was just reading this uh, this morning. Snoop Dogg. Yes, you guys are familiar with that cat. Yes. Snoop claims one of the, probably I think one of, probably one of those famous people in the world. I mean, he, he's been well known for so many years now. Like, and he, he still seems young and he's just an incredible uh, entertainer. Go Have ahead. you ever crossed paths with him? That's not. Have just, I? Yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, no, I've not. Unfortunately, no. I've, no, many of my friends have met him. He, he, he definitely has an interest in comedy. And at one point, I know he's working with Brian. I think Brian Pesane was working with him on something. Some. I just saw a photo with him and Doug actually. Doug Benson. Oh, really? Yeah, Doug Benson and those dudes from that Trailer Park Canadian show. It was so weird. Oh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, it was like they were all dressed in character, and then there was Doug Benson there and Snoop Dogg there. It was real weird. Yeah, I mean, he definitely loves is interested in comedy and uh, lots of comedians. Yeah, uh, he's with Larry King. He does. Yeah, man, him and Larry King get along all, well. And Lou Nell actually a lot. Yeah, I, I think Jeffrey Ross. Yeah, those that's that's those are the comedians he's into. Jeff Ross and and Lou Nell. Oh, cool! 
I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think what's cool about Snoop is that he definitely has eclectic taste in friendship. Well, he was on, I guess he has an internet talk show. You guys knew that. Yeah, that's the one where I saw Lunell and Jeff Ross on it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Double G News Network. Yeah. He, he was talking to Jimmy Kimmel, and he tell, told him that he smoked weed in the White House. What? Yeah. He said, in the bathroom, not in the White House, but in the bathroom, which doesn't really make sense because the bathroom's in the White House. It's mm-hmm. not like they have them outside or something. He claims, uh, Snoop Dogg says, that uh, he was talking to the CIA or whatever. I'm sure it was the uh, you know Secret Service. And he said, may I use the bathroom for a second? And they said, what are you going to do, number one or number two? And he said number two, claiming he was speaking to the you know Secret Service there. Uh, and he said, look, when I do number two, I usually, you know, have a cigarette or light something to get the aroma right. Well, you know what? You can light a piece of napkin. And I said, I'll do that. So he held up a joint, claims that he smoked a joint in the White House. That's awesome. I don't have any trouble believing that at all. I mean, if you think about any place on earth where you wouldn't have to worry about being hassled by cops, uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty much the White House. Yeah. I mean, that's like, talk about diplomatic immunity. Uh, diplomatic immunity, that's, uh, I'm sure many drugs have been imbibed at the White House over the years. And, and uh, I, I can't think of a... Well, you think presidents have done drugs there? Probably, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's naive to think otherwise. I think that, um, I think there's regular <coughs> flow of drugs in and out of it. Um Ooh, which one? I think no. I just think, I just think. I'm sure people do all kinds. I'm sure people get super high at the White House all the time. <laughs> I just think it's like a. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know if the president. I just feel like like presidents have to look out for controversy all the time. You know what I mean? Like they can't get. Like this seems like there's all this freedom, especially Obama. Like I bet Obama, you know, he can't. If anyone finds out, you know, scandal. He sneaks out, or I don't know if he does anymore, but he would sneak and have cigarettes. I know. Well, that's not even the same thing. No, but uh, one's you illegal. Know. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, but I also think that even now, it's almost got to the point where, with the legalization of marijuana in various states and whatnot, that even now, it's getting to a point where it wouldn't be that big of a scandal that a well, that, that dude, a president got high. Only thing is, on the job, yeah, people might say, "Well, you're getting high," and then the, you know, there's all these crises around the world. Uh, the guy in, D- in Washington, though, they legalized it there, and then a guy was the first customer, and then he was on the news for it, and then they fired him. Yes. Isn't so that that's great? Kind of, that's kind of fucked up, I think. <laughs> first one in line. Yeah. I'm so excited. They straight up fired him. Yeah, so, so, and that's where it's legal. So that's kind of – he might have a lawsuit, actually, on his uh, – unless he was, like, skipping out on work. I mean, it's like it's a legal thing now, so why, why did they fire him? How can they fire him, right? Well, it could be part of the job that you can't have substance, illegal substances in your... Well, now it's legal. That's true. But so the companies alco- can still have their so, rules, can't they? So is alcohol. Alcohol is legal, but if if they can prove that you had alcohol in your system at a lot of jobs, you'd lose your job. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. it might be the same yeah, for yeah. marijuana. Yeah. So, fellas, have you ever... I have no problem getting back to that, believing that story that Snoop did that. Yeah. And I think... I think um, it's kind of rude, man. I, I, I think it's kind of like, you know, trying to get... It's like it's like smoking pot. Like, if, if, if Snoop came to my parents' house, I'd be like, man, don't just don't smoke weed at my parents' house. You right, right. I mean? Like, smoke it. Yeah, yeah. Like, get high beforehand or something like that, you know? It's kind of, he's kind of uh, uh, putting Obama in a bad situation, I feel like. Yeah. I think it's a little rude. Yeah, no, I, that was part of my initial reaction, yeah. too. I just think, who's going to, like, 
how is it even a scandal that Snoop Dogg smokes a joint somewhere? <laughs> well, you know I mean? yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's I, that's I, don't think, I don't see how that's ever going to be a problem. So now he can go around and tell point. people that his, you know, where's the coolest place or most unique place, and he can say the White House. How about either of you guys? Where I've smoked weed? Yeah. Man. Um, He's probably got better stories than me, man. I don't have weed stories. I have, like... I have sex stories, but I have the weirdest place I smoked a joint. I don't know. I've, Tell one of those. I can't those. remember. I mean, I've... Yeah. I've got... Uh, he's well, he's got, got the best joke about... Uh, about... Um, oh, Mile High Club. Oh. That's like a f- classic. Uh, the joke is... Yeah, you, you said... Have this joke where I say, you know... Well, it's been a long flight getting here, folks, but I don't want to brag. But you are looking at a new member of the Mile High Club. And they cheer. And, I go, and then I kind of do the salute thing. I like solo aviator division. <laughs> like I jerked it on the plane. Love that joke. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a good, it actually, it's solid. I'm not bringing that back. That's a great bit. Bring it back. It's just, actually, it sucks, though, because it's already hard enough to jack off on a plane without thinking about your buddy's joke. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like, it's made it harder for me, I've, but I still appreciate it. It's just weird to think I of did, you every time I, did, I do that I, now. I don't know if you're kidding, but I... I'm serious. Have you done it on airplanes? Yes. All the time. Dude, it's awesome. You're flying so fast. There's a hundred people an inch from you. And that... And you're you just jacking off so I mean, that's you, just, Are you worried about how much time you're spending in there? Do you take nah, care man, of I don't feel about that, man. I'm like, no. this is my time. This is my t- Once I get in the bathroom, this is my time. You know? Uh, I've only I done it once, it. just so I kind of like have it, make that joke true. <laughs> I, I, I just not get that. Like I don't, you know, maybe in my you know my twenties or something, I'd be like, God, I got to do something. But I can kind of wait till I get to wherever I'm going or whatever. What's well, a long to, flight? It's boring, you know. Sometimes you just, yeah. How long are those flights to Australia, man? Yeah, they're about twelve hours, thirteen hours. Yeah. But um, I watched porn on a plane once and got and got caught and got told off. <laughs> By, by by whom? I was, really? I was bored. <laughs> I was really bored. I was in the back row. Yeah. There was no one behind me. Uh, the row was empty. I was in the window seat, and I was just bored as hell. So it's it 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 after flying for about a billion years, and then it was a connecting flight. And I was just bored, and I thought, it's back when I had my iPod. I don't even use it anymore. And so I said, oh, I'll just, I'll just look at porn, whatever, just because it passed the time. It wasn't a good idea. Uh, I wasn't going to, you know... Um, do anything about it, so to speak. I just just watched porn for a few seconds. It wasn't during the time you're supposed to have electronics turned off, and you're no. breaking all sorts of no, rules. No, but I was I was sort of at an angle where I thought there's no way, and then I just get this tap, and the, and male the, or female, male flight attendant. Okay. like, sir, you need to turn that off right now. Like super scolding me, and super pissed. Like and really, I mean, I, I, was, I was I was you know pretty embarrassed. I I don't know how. Because he would have had to almost like crane over and look at what I was watching. I, I don't know how he saw it. But anyway, it was dumb and I shouldn't have done that. But I didn't think anyone could see it. That's the only reason I did it. Once when I was on a family vacation, my, my whole family stayed in the same hotel room. And I just like took the remote and like turned it to that porno channel that you get for a few seconds. Uh-huh. Like, just to see what would happen. Yeah. My mom got real mad. It was, really, it was like, that was, I've kinda done, that was kind of stupid to do. <laughs> <laughs> She got mad. She got crazy. She go. She was yelling like, "Change the, change the channel, change the channel." And I'm like, "I didn't know. I didn't know." But I totally knew. I did yeah. it straight up on purpose, which is really dumb to do. I don't know why. Yeah, we do dumb things. I mean, uh, do you remember those things with the string that you pull each side of the string and they explode? Mm-hmm. 
they're like a tiny they're not the size of even a firecracker but they're they're like a tiny firecracker yeah and, and you pull the strings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i didn't know they're called one time i rigged i uh, booby trapped the toilet so when you open the lid it would activate that mm-hmm. cool. and and it must have made it exponentially louder because it was exploding in the, in the toilet bowl yeah and then my, my poor mom opened it up and she was real mad <laughs> and, uh, i mean as far as a booby trap it was successful but it wasn't it was really not cool no to do that your poor mother yeah she was pissed off man so we just do things that and I would take that back if I could he'd probably take back the porno experience with nah, his family no nah, no nah. I don't regret that no regrets no regrets that <laughs> how old I, are you when you flipped on the three seconds of porn I don't know some definitely older than 10 hopefully younger than 18 <laughs> And that's all I know about it. I really, I really couldn't say. But it was definitely like I pretended like it was an accident. It was clearly not. I was, in, I was in Asia. Uh, I don't know a couple of years ago. I think it, maybe in Thailand or Hong Kong, and, and uh, didn't you know did some gigs and uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. No, I'm just kidding. What if that was the whole story? Um, then I was flipping through the hotel, uh, the porn uh, adult mm-hmm. channels, and one of the movies is "Dude, Where's My Dildo?" <laughs> so it's a. You know, it's a satire. You know, they're porn. They do, right. like, do that. Yeah. But they'd, spe- they'd, they'd forgotten to put the L. So it was, dude, where's my Dido? <laughs> I, thought, I, thought I, was, I put, took a picture of it. Was it the singer? Was it yeah, that's what I mean. Because there's, 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 there's a singer called Dido. <laughs> where that's is Dido? That is a good question. Dude, where is my where? Dido? <laughs> <laughs> She's everyone's, not just yours. <laughs> well, what else, fellas? What uh, What's on the rest of the year? You're going to just smash touring? It. Yeah, no. we're probably gonna smash it. Well, Ultra Tour. I mean, I haven't even really thought beyond Ultra Tour because it's like all-consuming at this point. But I guess I'll, I'll head back to Australia and I have a lot of gigs coming up there and stuff. Any acting gigs? Actually, come I'm up? gonna come back and do a pretty cool gig later. I'm doing the with also speaking of Doug Benson will be on that the um, Tenacious D uh, Festival Supreme in LA. I think it's just a one day. You're Best doing that comedy festival. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, appearing yeah. on that. That's awesome. And I'm also doing shows in Seattle the week before at the uh, Parlor Live in downtown Seattle. Nice. Which I've not played at yet. But that's for the states. That's probably it for me. Yeah. Okay. After this, gonna have a lot of Australian gigs coming up. Any acting? Yeah, actually, we were doing. We made a short film today already. Yes. Really? Um, yes, yeah. we didn't actually on the way here. Can you say anything about it? Well, uh, <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> Basically, I play this guy who, you know, he's on the phone, he's having kind of a tough day, and then a parking meter um, rams into him. And I don't know, it's not meant to be a comedy, but anyway, you know, they have words, and and in the end, like. The guy in the parking meter have words. In the end, he smashes the parking meter in the face, and and the last scene is like he's kicking it in the head. It's on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of a it's it's a it's a it's an analogy for you know we live in this age of ever increasing technology, mm-hmm. and you know our time is even you know these are the new gods. Is that right? <laughs> You know, we've you know we've uh, the gold is our, you know, in the old days we put the gold we put the gold on the altar and the candles. Now we we feed the, you know the um, the time metal god. the metal time god, and and lashing out at that it's the it's the 
is it the fate of the evolution of humanity to um, achieve the singularity archetype by transcending that? And I think that's what this film is all about. I mean, that's what it's about to me. And I think as the director, Louis might, you know, have a different interpretation of the, of the, of the, of the script. Is he now, is that correct? Is he nailing it? I mean, he's seen things that I didn't even see. And, uh, it's kind of enlightening to hear that point of view and to see that, that this film that we made is really, has a wider, um, philosophical point than I, than I even realized. So maybe we can, when we're finished with it, we could um, send you send you a link to it. And people could watch it. Yeah, is it? It's not like a seven second vine, and you fit all that in seven seconds. It's it's around that length. Maybe more like four. No, I think it's long because there's a scene where I'm wa- uh, walking and talking on the phone first. Okay. And we kind of get you know get familiar with the character, but we'll we'll send it to you. <laughs> Please do. How about you? Uh, what are you working uh, on the rest of the year? Well, I'm, I'm on the road a lot. I'm, so I'm going from here, and then I'm back in New York briefly, but then I'm doing shows around the Richmond, Virginia area. Then I'll be in uh, Miami. Then I'll be in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. And then I'm in D.C., and then I'm doing a whole road trip through Columbus and Pittsburgh and Chicago. Jeez. So if you're in any of those cities, look me up, and I'll I'll tell you where the shows are. It's Louis Katz, L-O-U-I-S-K-A-T-Z. Shit, man, that's a crazy sketch. Yeah, man. Staying busy. Staying busy. Um, I got a sports question for you guys. Cray sketch, two syllables. <laughs> Are you guys uh, golf? I Arj, you have a golf hat on. I right enjoy now. golfing, but I'm not very good at it. But go ahead. Do you watch it? No, not that much. Well, you uh, you're at least familiar. It doesn't even matter. But are you at least familiar that Rory McIlroy won the? Brit- British Open over the weekend. I know he's just been slaying it, you know, because occasionally I'll look up at a bar and he'll be winning another tournament. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really he's really emerging as one of the certainly one of the best golfers in the world and consistent and he's having his his moment. You know, I think he's awesome. I want to tie uh, his success into any successes you fellows have had in athletics. So he won the uh, British Open and then gets this what's it called the Claret Jug, Claret Claret. Mm-hmm. Claret, Claret, jug. So that's the trophy. And then the day after he won that, he was photographed uh, d- drinking Jägermeister out of it. Cool, good. Best trophy either you guys have ever won. First place, uh, riding novelty San Anselmo Parade, nineteen eighty-seven. I rode a unicycle and juggled at the same time. Really? You're serious, right? Mm-hmm. Where? Are you serious or not? San Anselmo <laughs> Town Parade, uh, not, 1982, actually. actually. I've, got, I've got a photograph of it on my phone, even, uh, which I can send you. You should tweet it. Uh, well, I doubt that, but <laughs> I rode a unicycle and juggled. I, I won that division two years in a row. It's about 12, 13. A unicycle juggling. I mean, I, Louis is looking at me like you don't believe me. But I got he is to, looking at you that doesn't believe you. I, the reason I, I don't believe you is because I kind of believe you. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound that far-fetched. Cause that's some Bay Area shit. It's like to learn how to unicycle and juggle. Like, that's definitely something. We have time for that. You guys, just, there's a lot of... I've never seen so many unicyclists until I went to the Bay Area. <laughs> Seriously, a lot of people unicycle there. It's weird. How, how did you learn uh, to... Which one did you learn first? Or uh, or did you learn them simultaneously? I I knew I know Arj is good at juggling balls, but 
the unicycling to me is like a whole nother thing. I, I don't mean, think I'm juggling in this picture. I might, I might be. I can't remember. I think I'm just cranking a sick turn on the unicycle. But <laughs> maybe you can edit out this part where I'm trying to find it amongst a million pictures. But or Louis can. Why well, I've won a. I mean, best, the best trophy I've ever won. Maybe uh, got some first place in some science fairs. You know, when I was a kid. It's hard to say. You know, I didn't. I didn't really. I'm not really a sports guy. Mm. I'd say the the participation plaque I got every year at AYSO. It's pretty glorious, <laughs> um, but no, I'm not really. A, I'm not really a trophy, trophy winner. I would say I'm not. A tr- I'm not. A, I don't have a lot of award-winning things. How know? about comedy competition? Like when in the early days? Oh man, I've, I hate comedy competitions, and I've never won one. I've I, almost won. I don't one like them either times. because um, they're fun, kind of. When you're in them, I've been in a few. But I think they're inherently flawed because it'll often come down to who got the biggest reaction, mm-hmm. and the audience, uh, you know, will. You know they'll they'll just die laughing at something, but it doesn't. It could be just some you know really obvious old shit. You know, right? Yeah, I mean it's like I got really heady stuff that maybe wouldn't work in that thing. Like if I'm gonna I'm doing stuff that other people aren't doing. Like the way I a guy's doing I, like, the way I hump a stool. Like I'll hump a stool, but in like a different way. Well, you hump the shit out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's not fair if someone else. You and then, know, then some other guy comes along and does like the cast of Goodfellas as the Wizard of Oz. You know, and uh, <laughs> you want to go home? You want to go home? No, I'm just saying I, I don't have a hot. Well, Christopher Walken is not in Goodfellas. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> it was great, and I think the first character was De Niro. That was, was De Niro, yeah. who is in Goodfellas. That does count. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Walken, not not actually in that movie. Fair enough. Fair point. <laughs> you point, do Pesci. Point taken. Wasn't Bill Clinton in that? <laughs> I think he was. It was Owen Wilson? I think he was. Yeah, what about Owen Wilson? I you guys know I do. You guys trying to get me to do a killer Owen Wilson impression. Well, I don't know if Owen Wilson was in it, but if he was, I think it would have been a much better movie if he was in that. <laughs> One of the things I like about Wizard of Oz is a really good movie, and I think people should watch it. I mean, come on. It's got some great actors in it, and they're all really fun to watch. <laughs> Are you still looking for that picture? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. All right, I have one final question before uh, we all hit the road here. Yes. So uh, the Minnesota Vikings have a quarterback named Christian Ponder, who probably won't play at all this year because he's lousy and now the third stringer. But he has a very attractive wife, and they just had what I assume is a very attractive daughter that was born just the other day and they named the baby girl after his former football coach his former high school coach or college coach at florida state was bobby bowden so they named the kid bowden is the first name oh not bobby (laughs) not bobby bobby with an i bobby with an i is is a girl's name yeah bowden is not i can't find this picture yeah so what's the question though my question is if neither of you have kids correct no no If you had a child and named it after your, you know, like your hero, your the person that had this effect on you, and you had to use their last name as this kid's first name, I mean, I guess it would be my like my fa- my parents anyway. So then it'd just be cats, cats, which would be weird. <laughs> cats, cats. Yeah. <sighs> it's a stinker, Arch. I would. Uh, <laughs> my high school. Uh, uh, coach, uh, coach Fran, coach Franceschini, 
and um but i would we always could just call him coach so my kid would be called coach <laughs> and they'd be cute we'd give her a little whistle <laughs> Did you ever find the picture? No, I didn't. But I will find an email to you. Please do. If if I if it turns up, now I'm in movies. Oh, it's gone here. What? <laughs> Tell us more about your search for this photo art. Yeah, I, I'm. It uh, makes for intriguing podcasts. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, you can always cut out. You could talk, or they could cut out some fat. They could all all kinds of things in post. Of course, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. We spent hours on that. So, anything else you guys want to mention before we say goodbye? No, just come out to our shows. We're here all week. It's the Ultra Tour. It's going to be, you know, who knows what could happen on Ultra, Ultra Tour. Yeah. Really, you never know. And uh, and yeah. you can find me online, my album. Um, You're selling them here at the shows. Selling them here at the shows. You can get it online. It's Louis Katz, L-O-U-I-S-K-A-T-Z. Uh, you can go to my website, Louis Katz Comedy. That'll show you where I'm playing. You can get me on Twitter. This, that's uh, blow, this, blow them up on Tinder. You can blow me up on Tinder. It's hard to find me on Tinder, but you keep flipping through. Just swipe right, you find me. Your joke about Tinder last night was so fucking funny, oh, thank man. You. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Make it rain, homie. Yeah, oh. man. God, that was funny. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, I went to the show last night, and I'm telling everybody Great, uh, thank to you. get over here and see it because it was really, really funny. Thanks, man. So, continued yeah. success, fellas. Arj, yeah, any thanks. last words? Uh, no, just thanks for uh, having us. Thanks to everyone, anyone listening out there. And, uh, Check out Bananagrams. If you uh, haven't played it, you can find it at bananagrams.com. And uh, I'll be doing some shows uh, here this week. Please come out. Otherwise, just ha- just be safe. And remember, if you're taking a bath, please remember to unplug the bath before you get out. That way, if you slip and hit your head... You won't drown also. Thanks for listening. (laughs)